You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I am your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week, Justin Davis, Scoop. Jared Petty, Scoop. Sam Claiborne. Scoop, 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 Scoop. Big, big day at IGN today. That was almost dual the face yeah. with Scoops. Immediately go, Scoop, 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 Scoop. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, it is hard to do. Big Star Wars Day here at IGN. New trailer, Star Wars Celebration kicking off. Everybody's talking about it. Totally want to talk about the Star Wars trailer, but this is a video game show, so we should at least start out talking about... Game Scoop. Uh, it's in the name. Yeah, yeah. a video game. Uh, but tangentially related, closely related, uh, is the new Star Wars Battlefront game coming out this fall, which it looks like the release date may have leaked. Ooh. Somebody... Found it in the source code on the official website. This keeps happening. Yep. What's going on with this? Uh, when you're making a website, uh, here's a pro tip. Don't write the names and important things that you don't want people to know about in your source code for no reason. Yeah. You yeah. don't need to hack your way into it. You don't need to do it. It's just one right-click away. Yeah, it's really just command U, people. Yeah. View page source. And we know, they, I think they've already announced that they, uh, they are going to be uh, revealing more information about Battlef- Star Wars Battlefront tomorrow. So yeah. it doesn't, you know, it doesn't take a lot of thinking to think. Well, sure. maybe I can check their website for uh, some updates that they have. And so far, Ooh. we've re- we've seen like this really beautiful, like uh, what we call in the industry a vertical slice of the game, mm-hmm. which means that uh, there was people playing it and there was renders of it, but it probably wasn't what the actual game is going to look like. It took mm-hmm. like all of some kind of computer hardware to make something rendered in in, in engine, and there was like all these shots of Endor and Hoth, and they're so pretty. Yeah. I have high hopes for that game. I wonder if it can look possibly that good. Well, yeah, we, we run into this all the time where, you know, the, they'll opt, you know, you put the really big, giant, super powerful computer behind the curtain mm-hmm. and then show us something glorious. We don't know if this is actually what it's going to look like when it comes out on console hardware. But, that was uh, back at E3 
last year. And then there was a little thumbnail at the end of the Star Wars trailer yeah. today, mm -hmm. which said, check out more Battlefront, about Star Wars Battlefront. And that, I think, had a similar indoor yeah. scene yeah, shown in that, but I couldn't tell if it was I, this I mean, thing. I know it was really small, but it looked pretty photorealistic. Yeah. yeah. But it, it is really pretty good. small. It's so. like a poster, really Sam. How, you, how are you feeling about the Battlefront, Damon? Is this something uh, you're looking forward to? Yeah, I, I am excited about it. Um, we haven't even uh, revealed what this uh, leaked release date is. It's November 17th, uh, November 17th this fall, if that turns out to be true. And uh, we should point out that you're probably watching or listening to this show on Friday, but this was recorded on Thursday. This is why we're talking about it in the... We traveled faster yeah. than light to yeah. break the laws of space-time to make that happen. Much like the Kessel Run. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, Ooh, less than 12 uh, parsecs. So if Star Wars Battlefront is out November 17th, that's a month and a day before Episode 7 is in theaters. I thought that was a little far ahead because we think there's going to be Episode 7 stuff in the you game. So the, the sh mm. it's December 18th? Yeah. For the movie, maybe there'll it's be a funny free. And, go ahead. I was just gonna say maybe there'll be a free DLC drop that'll release the episode seven content when the when the uh, yeah. movie's out. Sure. That's like a win-win because they're always developers are always kind of trying to figure out ways to stop people from selling used yeah. copies of games. You know, Second Son I think did it better than anything by having a weekly drop of like new missions. Um, yeah. So yeah, maybe hey, hold on to your game and in a month you're gonna get free episode seven DLC. Or maybe they want to tantalize us. They're gonna have sections of the game right there that are episode seven. They're just gonna be like, you have no context for these characters of this scene, but a lot of really amazing stuff is happening. It's possible, and you're in the middle of it. But I think they're unlikely to want to spoil characters or locations or any of that stuff. But, but they I'm sure they did want to get the game out for Black Friday. Right. Well, which is why I, they picked that day. I'll never forget, uh, my friend bought the uh, Episode 1 soundtrack about, I think, a week before the movie came out. It was da, da, available. Da, 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 da. And mm. one of the tracks was called The Noble Death of Qui-Gon Jinn. And I remember reading <laughs> that and being like, well, thanks a lot. Yeah, you know? sucks. Was, yeah, that well, was, yeah, but yeah. like Qui-Gon Jinn's not in Episode 4. No, so no, it's not. you know something. Well, you know <laughs> yeah, Maybe point. he would have at least made it to Episode 2. Like, That's true. Um... I thought it was funny in the episode seven. Well, we gotta stop calling it that because they're not calling it episode seven anymore. But in the Force Awakens trailer, did you guys see that? They just took off episode mm. seven from the logo, yeah. and it's officially called the Force Awakens. So now that that's like a known fact now. Okay, well, they, they took it off the old ones too. Like the new that's HD like releases I mean, yeah. don't have episode one, two, three, four, five, six on it. Jared can tell you all about this. Uh, I could indeed. Uh, it all goes back to my point. Could my point <laughs> was that uh, in that trailer, it doesn't say the release date of the movie. It says coming uh, at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was strange because a lot of people probably don't know when Christmas is. Hmm. Do uh, they know it's Christmas time at all? Yeah, exactly. But it's like that song. Exactly. You know, it's just like that song. Yeah, that obnoxious, obnoxious pretentious I think, uh, Christmas I mean, is December 25th, which is a different day than when the movie's coming out. That's true. true. Whether, uh, whether Battlefront ends up looking as photorealistic as, you know, what we've seen in the past, you know, who knows. But it's uh, a beloved franchise, a mm -hmm. fantastic franchise that people are really happy to see coming back. And it's from a top-tier developer that seems like a perfect fit for that franchise. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, uh, you know, how it, the finished product end up, ends up looking and feeling, we'll see. But, like, I think everyone's certainly correct to be, like, hyped about it. Like, I'm really hoping it's more Battlefront and less Battlefield. I, I hope I don't have to grind through well, levels. To, you know, that's what I wish for. They I, did but, just uh, make a Battlefield game. So yeah. Quite a few. I, I think know. it'll be, like, Battlefield. You know, you'll be unlocking things. And, and that's the part that makes me very, very sad. I really? never I like yeah. unlocking stuff. Metagaming's I like fun. Yeah. I, I, I disagree. Uh, well, no, some metagame is fun, just Battlefield's particular brand of metagaming. Okay. I'm not, not a big fan of uh, well, that's uh, from, for multiplayer, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got you. Not crazy. I'm not looking forward to playing Battlefront as a multiplayer game. What? Oh, really? That's like oh. all it is. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. that's the problem with Battlefront for me. I like Rogue Squadron games, 
But uh, I know yeah. Battlefront had good single-player stuff, and it was always like mission-based mm-hmm. within a large battlefield. And I think that's what star what fun Star Wars games are. So I'm not like not excited for it because I think there's going to be like open area Hoth levels where it's like here's your objectives, fly this way through them and do it. I mean, it, it, I like that. We brainstormed a feature. I haven't we haven't written it yet or commissioned it, but just all the various depictions of Hoth in video games, mm-hmm. just because it's been done well, probably at least since, fifteen since 2600. times. Yeah, since, since, since the yeah, Atari twenty six hundred, the uh, Empire Strikes Back. What's the, game. What's the best Hoth? Oh, uh, I'm really a big fan. Even though Shadows of the Empire is kind of a crappy game, that Hoth level I is really, really good. I really, like that Hoth yeah. level. Yeah, that, that, that game, that talk about front-loaded. Yeah, like, that, that might, Hoth get, Hoth that might get my vote as well. Rogue Squadron 2 does have a great Hoth level. However, my favorite is the Atari Empire Strikes Back upright mm. uh, arcade machine or sit down. But uh, that one has a pitch black <laughs> yeah. Hoth level <laughs> drawn with green uh, uh, AT-80s, uh, AT-ATs, and you can fly through them for bonus points. And yeah, it's, and it's, it's, it's lovely. Game. That's a great game. Yeah, it's it all drawn with vector To be lines. fair, I don't think any of us have played the Hoth level in the new Star Wars pod uh, arcade game, right? No, I have not. Pod. We, we got to no. go over and play one. There's one in Millbrae across the bay mm. from us. I okay, watch. yeah. Field trip. Yeah, for totally. sure. Now that it's just hovered in months of pizza grease. Yeah. Now is the time. <laughs> All right, I think that's enough time talking about the video game. <laughs> now we can talk about the trailer. It's really good. Uh, yeah. I totally got, I'm totally one of those guys that got a little choked up at the end. No, the, the trailer's sure. very well done. It, it's great messaging on their part. The, the setup to the trailer that went on during the conference, they're just telling us all the things that we want to hear. And then you get into the trailer, and here <laughs> we have a story of, uh, of generations. You know, There's a literal passing of the torch moment with a lightsaber yep. Yep. that takes place in the trailer. It's, it's kind of wonderful. So here we have these great Star Wars themes of family and legacies. We see, uh, we see the, old, the, the old things look like they're supposed to, and new things that don't jarringly contrast with the yeah. old. That's kind of wonderful. Yeah, the lived-in universe is back. Obviously, I love that about it. Um, it's not tattooing. Mm-hmm. It's Jakun, which is very strange. Mm-hmm. The desert planet is not tattooing. And there's also a, an ice planet that's shown that looks like Hoth, but it's probably not because there's not anybody on Hoth usually. Right. And this is a giant uh, empire installation. But maybe it's a tr- strategically. And how about that that redesigned Imperial logo with, like, more octopus arms than evil? standing under it? There's exactly. totally, like, an antagonistic-looking, tiny emperor-looking person It's like tiny it. evil Hitler um, up there. Obviously, the trailer Space opens Hitler. so many yeah. questions for me that mm-hmm. I want to answer. Yeah, it's still which is what I mean, it was for. It's still just a teaser trailer. So yeah, we still not, don't really have any details trailer. on any on, on much of anything yeah. about what you the know, movie you can is tell though, be. you can tell the the semblance of a plot going on. Mm-hmm. There's the 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 stormtrooper guy who's wearing a stormtrooper costume later and they said in the panel today that he was a stormtrooper. Yeah, they confirmed I, that. I'm still not really buying. Well, I guess he, yeah, they confirmed that. Yeah. So uh so he gets in there's a part where he's getting in a, um, a TIE fighter a TIE fighter and, and shooting well, so and no, leaving. To be fair, they don't show him no, getting in no. the TIE fighter, but that's yeah. what we think. It's it, implied. He's Either, like he's like choosing to break away for whatever or that's reason. or that's the event that sets him off. Uh, it's yeah. one of the two. I think it's more likely the first one though. Yeah, you so think. it looks like there's like somebody escaping that. And then there's also a sequence in which uh, he is running from uh, TIE fighters yeah. on, the, on the planet, which mm-hmm. is really cool, yeah, too. There's yeah, there's a TIE fighter chasing him and strafing him, along with Daisy Ridley and cute little BB-8. And how cute is little BB-8? I, I couldn't believe they had him up on the stage. Cute. I call it mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah, how really cool. is that thing a practical effect? Yeah. I am so blown away yeah. by that. Yeah. I mean, I love R2. BB has got nothing on R two. <laughs> when R two came out, like I got, I, that's yeah. when I got choked up because yeah. I love that little droid. Do you like the moment in the trailer when I think it's Luke Skywalker? His yeah. robotic hand is like, yeah, like yeah. Hold, we hold think up R two. R two's like, I'm, let me at him. Yeah. <laughs> let me at him. Yeah. He's got his little jetpack, so we never knew about going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our best movie, best movie robot ever. You think R two? Oh yeah, yeah. no question. Yeah. Maximilian's good. I also want to go back. I think Anthony Daniels did say C P three O. He did. <laughs> 
You have one job. <laughs> also, you've been doing it for 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. He, did, yeah. he does. He got it Cuban wrong. Cuban blob orger relations. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, Anthony Daniels. Anybody that skinny, I'm willing to go with whatever they say. He's Anyone my that's idol. Skinny? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a really I'm, weird thing. Because you're not fat. Well, when you're fat, so you, you want to be like, like anybody who's thin. I fat. idolize Anthony Daniels. Absolutely. Wow. He, yeah. We we haven't seen what C3PO looks like in the movie. No, we haven't. Uh, maybe you know. he's actually CP3O now. Oh, maybe is. Maybe he rides Spoilers. around in Chewbacca's backpack again, like an empire. <laughs> Exclusively. Yeah. Just, it's just a backpack droid. But BBA, I mean, that was amazing that there was a practical droid that yeah. rolled out with a head and a body just like somehow like nebulously connected to each other by some sort of wizardry. I, yeah. I like that. I Clearly really, ensorcelled. I really like the um, the callbacks to the uh, the last trilogy, the the middle trilogy, I guess, where you see Darth Vader's helmet. Yep. And yep. the crashed Star Destroyer on the planet. That it's was like so remnants cool. of the war, right? Because yeah. it's, it's only been like 30 years. So, yeah. yeah. You have to think these it's things get sand. blown up in space, they crash on a planet, There's and an then they just in rot. front of it. And then we saw the concept art, uh, which was leaked a long time ago, which everything matches, except for this one thing that we haven't seen in film yet, but it's clearly from the movie, where it's the AT-AT that's on its side that somebody's like living in. It's like a little house. Yeah, yeah, we, we have that seen little pieces like that too. It's on the same planet. We it looks also, so cool though. We also see our bad guy. Uh, we're, we're finally seeing him for the first yeah, time. Yeah, one of them, yeah. And you know, turns around and there's Doesn't, a mask. Yeah. And so who's under there? Is, like, that, yeah. is that Max von Sydow? Is, is, yeah, is that maybe. Adam Driver? They do a force push, it yeah. looks like. Who's in there? Uh, and then there's the Chrome uh, Trooper also. Right, which may be Gwendolyn Christie. There's yeah. a rumor that that might be somebody called Captain Phasma. Uh, Phasma. Yeah, P-H-A-S-M-A. Uh, we think that might be them, but again, a lot of the stuff that's leaked has turned out to, to not be true. So, you know, there's a lot of red herrings out there, but some people think that's Game of Thrones' uh, Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah. Who plays Bran of Tarth. Yeah. yeah. Great, great uh, character. Would make a great villain. Great actress, I think. Yeah. Also, that cape. Mm. You see the cape on the Chrome Trooper? That mm -hmm. cape, though. Yeah, that cape, though. <laughs> the cape is also evocative of the Boba Fett cape, kind of the, the short length cape. Capes get you killed. But capes do get you killed. Really, no incredible. But Lando wears a cape, doesn't he? But Lando wears a cape, and he survived. That's yeah. true. Lando, Darth Vader, lots of capes in Star Wars. Boba Fett, and now this cape, though, if you're a Chrome Trooper, like if you want to stay all shiny, you just kind of wipe down, buff every now that's and then. Call. I think that's it's why a it's chamois. Yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. I like that. I like. I mean, I'm actually not. I like the Star Wars movies as like entertainment, but I'm not emotionally invested in it the way that a lot of people are and so I had a little bit different spin on the trailer but I do think it looks it looks like a good movie like remove all the nostalgia and the score like you hear that music and people have a reaction to it because they've yeah. been hearing it since they were five um, you know and those sound effects and those characters and all the rest sure. of it I don't necessarily have so much of that but it looks gorgeous like we yeah. did a screenshot gallery yeah, of just stills that. from we did like 19 or 25 stills from the trailer and like you can take any moment of it and it's just immaculate and this, beautiful. Yeah. The stills are composed so nicely. Every shot is. It's just like everything. The mise-en-scene, if you will, is just composed yeah. so nicely. Yeah. And, and when we were looking at them, it looked like each one was like a desktop background. Yeah. Like no matter where you were scrubbing. It could all be wallpaper. To take, yeah. yeah to like wallpaper. So that makes me yeah, excited for it. I mean, I'd see the movie no matter what. Because I do, you know, I enjoy Star Wars a lot. Just not... I'm not... I don't have like any action figures or any of the other stuff like that. And it looks... You don't have any Star Wars action figures. I have zero Star Wars action. Well, you don't have any space have, on your desk. You got all those Amiibo. Yeah. But did you have them? No, like I said, I you like... You never had a Star Wars No, toy. I like Star Wars. I'm a Star Wars fan, but yeah. I'm not... I don't go beyond that. Like, I was much more of a Star Trek. You ever got, like, a box mm -hmm. of toys from somebody else? I like, oh. have never had a Star Wars toy. Wow, that's that's amazing. I had Star Trek stuff. That's what I was into. Oh, okay. Well, okay. That, did you that have a Chewbacca toy? <laughs> it was just Tuvok going on his adventures. Yeah, the Tuvok adventure. I call that. One other thing, I think it'd be, <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be criminal to uh, to uh, miss this too. IG and Steve Butts pointed out uh, there's a lot of relationship happening in this trailer. 
If you look at a lot of the shots, it's two mm. characters interacting. Luke reaching out to R2, yeah. somebody handing something to somebody else, one character helping another up, yeah. and uh, Chewie and Han side by side. Lots and lots of shots yeah. of people interacting. And that's something that he pointed out was kind of missing from, from the emphasis of the prequel trilogy that he felt like they were trying to give a message to us there, too. This is ultimately a story about people interacting, which is a lot of what made Star Wars both entertaining and funny. It looks, it it looks dirtier and more lived in and mm -hmm. more sort of down-to-earth. Um, yeah. It looks great. It looks like a great movie. Also, even. no monsters in this trailer. Yeah. Lots of practical stuff. Apparently we know they're using lots of practical effects, which means mm. plasticky, real things to film. I want to see what the monster shop came up with in this movie. It there was, the, yeah. There's that JJ shot with like something hunching behind him, mm -hmm. that monster. That we saw uh, really early on, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's been no I mean, no semblance of like a cantina type scene or something. Presumably, we'll get you know some shots of aliens or bigger monsters, like a space worm or something, when the full trailer comes out. But my thing is like when we know there's not one attached to Avengers, mm -hmm. and so like <laughs> when, like the full trailer. Yeah, when are we gonna get a full trailer? Like the movie comes out this year. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I don't know what big movies Disney has coming out that they're gonna want to attach one a, to. Well, speaking of, there is another new Pixar animated film coming out this summer. Which one, Inside uh, Out? Yeah, Inside Out. Mm -hmm. yeah. They could attach it to that. That yeah. would make sense, yeah. Or they could attach it to, honestly, they could do anything they want with it. It's Star Wars trailers. People, it's, you know, you, you go out, the, it's like buying the game to get the Halo demo. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're I mean, just This is a little go. bit like inside baseball. Like, it's yeah. sort of industry gossip, but it just makes me wonder, like, what's their timing going to be for releasing a full trailer? It's got to be soon, but what mm -hmm. are they going to attach it to? An mm -hmm. Oculus Rift, I Since we're already talking about movies, I think it's time for the second annual GameScoop Summer Movie Preview. Ooh. With some assistance, some, some reporting assistance by Entertainment Weekly. Right. Uh, we did this last year. I'm just gonna go down uh, the movies month by month, and you guys can tell me whether or not you're interested in them or you had no idea. Mad Max, yes. Yeah, okay. Mad Max for sure. So we yep. start in May, although this uh, tomorrow night I'm going to see uh, Ex Machina, oh, that, which looks I'm really, really I'm good. excited for that. Yeah, yeah. I, really cool. I'm also a little bit, yeah, I'm, I, I, we'll, see. we'll see. I hear it's good, though. Yeah. Our entertainment team has reviewed it, and they said it's great. I hear there's a lot of nudity in it. Well, that means Damon will like it. So, I mean, well, I, partial, right? I'm because, not a unique and beautiful Because snowflake. the character is only partial. What was it you told me about nudity and It Follows the other day? Yeah, my 60-year-old dad saw It Follows, the <laughs> recent horror movie, which really, is really good. His yeah. takeaway, not enough nudity. Mm. Yeah. There's actually no nudity in that movie. No, That's wonder, the problem what? with this generation of movies in general. Wonderful movie. We were movie. kids, it always, we always got nudity. We did get a lot of gratuitous nudity. It was, it, was a, it, mm. was, uh, it was a great time for thongs and nakedness. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, in May, uh, Pitch Perfect 2 comes out. Mm. I never saw the original, but apparently people liked it. Mm -hmm. Getting a sequel. I think it's a comedy about acapella groups. Not one for us, probably. Probably not. Uh, I, I yeah, don't, I am not going to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe the, the tagline that I saw in the theater <laughs> ad was, the pitches are back or something like that. Well, there um, you go. You know, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, the D-Train, Jack Black, James Marsden. Jack Black plays a suburban dad spearheading his 20th high school reunion. James Oof. Marsden is the cool guy turned Hollywood himbo whom he tries to lure back home in a bid for popularity. Himbo is a male bimbo we all just learned before this podcast. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Don't know about that one. That doesn't. That oh, sounds like It contact. sounds like parenthood with Jack Black. Uh, that's true. Yeah. On May 22nd is Tomorrowland. This is the mm. Brad Bird directed... Yeah. Fantasy film with George Clooney. It's yeah. it's based on a section of Disneyland. Yeah, mm -hmm. but so was Pirates of the Caribbean, and the first one of those was really entertaining. The movie looks really good. I mean, George Clooney's good. Brad Bird's also Brad Bird's a good Manchester director. Movie. Yeah, I think that movie's going to be great. Ooh, yeah, good point. And Country Bears movie. There was a Country Bears movie. 
Uh, I need to see yeah. that. Yeah, really? that that exists. You didn't see that? No. That is uh, that is a uh, that is a journey through cinematic greatness, right there. Tomorrowland is uh, there's like a yeah the, in that trailer it's interesting. There's like a portal based on an object. I don't know. It looks a little bit a little bit for kids. We'll see. I'm yeah. kind of intrigued by Tomorrowland. I actually really want to see yeah, it. I hope yeah, it's it looks good. great. On May 15th, you can either see a western starring Michael Fassbender Ooh. called Slow West. Or you could see Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mad Max looks incredible. Right. Mad Max is one of those movies that is 100% sold people based on the quality of the two. We had an earlier trailer, which was like that crazy, like someone described it as a crazy operatic trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the new trailer looks even cooler. Or contrast that with like a movie like Terminator Genesis, where like the trailers are like, mm, yeah, I don't yeah. know about the, this. One. I don't know. The last Terminator Genesis trailer gave me the impression that the plot is something like uh, it makes about as much sense as the season of Evangelion. You know, I, I and just, maybe like the movie's not out yet, so who the heck knows? Maybe it's good, but based on the trailers, like the trailer's having the opposite. It's having like a dampening yeah. effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I'm not going to go see Genesis because of the trailer. Damon, you're on Mad Max Blackout now. Well, I just I just know for sure I'm going to be there opening day. Like I don't need to, I just don't need to see any more trailers. Okay. Are you going shirtless and a chrome hockey mask? Yeah. And okay. I think uh, you should watch this trailer. I think it's no really what, anytime he goes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think it's super entertaining and it was fun. Yeah. I I I went to lunch and watched this trailer. It was like two and a half minutes long. It's really long. Uh, on May eighth, uh, comedy starring Reese Witherspoon and Sofia Vergara called Hot Pursuit. I think. Oh yeah, Reese Witherspoon is an officer uh, sent to protect. Sofia Vergara's character, the sexpot wife of a drug lord. Of course. I'm sure hilarity mm-hmm. ensues. Yep. Sounds like a daredevil plot. Does anything else ever ensue or only hilarity? Hilarity? Um, hijinks. Hijinks. An- antics. Hijinks and antics. Calamity. Yeah. Calamity uh, ensues. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, on the 1st of May is this movie called Welcome to Me starring Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig, uh, blah, blah, blah. she plays a woman with borderline personality disorder who wins $86 million in the lottery and buys her own talk show. Oh. I will probably watch that. Kristen Wiig's funny. I don't think yeah. borderline personality disorder is funny, personally. But <laughs> I don't know if it'll be funny, but it'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Depends how they decide to treat it. Because of uh, Bridesmaids and uh, what was the movie, the Sandra Bullock cop movie? Miss Congeniality. Yeah, Miss Congeniality. <laughs> no, it's Speed. He's thinking of Speed. <laughs> but we're seeing a lot more female-led comedies. And sure. this is it's. Uh, it takes a while for like Hollywood to catch up once one or two things are big hits. And now a couple summers later, we're seeing sort of the results of that. Yeah. Email, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Miss Congeniality features a scene of Sandra Bullock and Lederhosen playing wine glasses. We, I was, Damon was making a joke when he referred to Miss Congeniality for the record. Oh, okay. That's not it? No, that's oh. an old movie. Oh. That's very, <laughs> Sandra Bullock where she Isn't she a cop in that? Yeah, she is. Oh, she's yes. a tough cop in that. Yeah. The one yeah. that came out with the really heavyset lady as well, the heavyset comedian woman that's in Bridesmaids. With Sandra Bullock? Yeah, yeah that came out uh, last year. I forget that. I, I didn't see it. Yeah, What's probably. it called? Anyway... I don't really like disaster movies, so I don't know if I'll see San Andreas on May 29th. Also, that hits close to home, you might yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Starring The Rock. Is there uh, a trailer yeah. for that? Yeah, there's a trailer for that. Is it like San Francisco getting blown up a lot? Yeah, in L.A. San Francisco's gotten blown up a lot recently. Apes <sighs> blew it up. Yeah, every movie, Star Trek, Into yep. Darkness, every movie Godzilla destroys. Godzilla blew it up, yeah. Did you guys X-Men. see our Game of Thrones podcast intro where it's like a San, a San Francisco being assembled like the Game of Thrones mm, intro? It's incredible. Yeah. It's, it's so really amazing. amazing. It's really well done. Nice. We're changing the name of that podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. What's it called now? Watches on the Wall, but it's not called that anymore. Now, no, I mean, what's it, the name? The new it? episode comes out tomorrow because I can't talk about it. Oh, okay. Is it going to be Max Scoville's suggestion? Anyway, anyway, no, that's an awesome one though. Anyway. Throne Zone, <laughs> yeah, Throne Zone. <laughs> Do you guys know there's a documentary about the actor who played Big Bird coming out? Yes, and it looks really interesting. It's called "I Am Big Bird: The Carol Spinney Story." Mm-hmm. That's out May sixth. 
Yeah, this he played Big Beard for 45 years. It's Check the trailer out to this movie. It's, it's okay. really neat. All right. Uh, also in uh, May, the Poltergeist remake, which is totally unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, I, I saw Poltergeist recently for the first time, and I wasn't too impressed by that movie. Really? Yeah. I guess uh, it would be weird to see it now, but it's like, uh, I thought it was like creepy and uh, surprisingly gory. The, yeah. ba- the bathroom scene <laughs> yeah. is yeah, really like, disturbing. Uh, and then yeah. the TV uh, effect is really cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah, when I was a kid, the, the tree that came to life scared the hell out of me. <laughs> what got the tree yeah. coming to life was the thing, the thing that got me was the skeleton in the mud. Uh, yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah. That, that frightened me as a kid. It's a lot of all those movies have so much like horrific imagery, and we just like kids watch them. No one, I don't know if they didn't know any better, they just didn't care. Well, they're mm-hmm. broken up by spots of nudity. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, that. I would never let my kid watch those movies when they were that when she's that young. No one in the '80s was completely naked, though. That's the thing. Like, they, they, everyone always had a thong on. Like well, yeah, everyone just walked just around. Thongs. Well, the thongs aren't from the '80s. Topless. You would see a lot of thongs in the '80s. What are you? thongs. We're thongs everywhere. That's a '90s thing, man. Maybe. Never a bad time for it. Anyway, we're in June now, and in June, Jurassic World comes out. Mm-hmm. Another movie I'm going, taking a wait-and-see That movie looks awful. Did I'm you calling see the, it now. Jurassic World is going to suck. Did, did, you, did you see the fruit snacks based on it? No. Yes. They're really great. Yeah? Yeah, they look, they look like they repurposed a fruit snack box from 1994. It just hasn't been updated at all. It just says Jurassic World on it. Old, yeah. old the characters are like a blob, yeah. and they're like, this is a raptor. And you're like, all right. Yeah. It just looks like a little... I'm great with the fruit snacks. They look delicious and dinosaur shaped. That's wonderful. I don't think the movie looks awful. Really? Yeah. Oh gosh, it's a movie about. I like that. I like that Chris Pratt a lot. I like dinosaurs. Like in a little too much. It's like a little. What are you talking about? It's a movie about evil, super intelligent dinosaurs. That no, no. That's incredible log line for a movie. No, at this point, uh, when the raptors started like building their own structures and arming themselves with weapons, I was already off board, and and, and now it just seems to be going. They do that? Huh? They're on their way. Yeah, totally. Well, uh, okay, okay. I think you're making a leap. I don't think they're going to have armor and weapons. No, no, they're not going to have armor and weapons. See, I, that's I was, a good movie. Okay, yeah. No, if the dinosaurs had armor and weapons in space, then it's Dino Crisis. But that that would be awesome too. Be okay with that. Jurassic World. That's not what Dino Crisis was. Again, I would like Dino, Dino, Dino Crisis, Crisis if that's what was. Dino going Crisis on. Three was in space. But well, they didn't have armor and guns, huh? No, they didn't have armor and guns. Anyway, uh, that's, what are you talking idea? about? I don't know anymore. You know, they made a sequel to Ted, directed like Teddy by Bear movie? Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, I saw that trailer. That first movie was not was not I good. I saw Ted on an airplane. Very successful movie, but I thought that movie was no good. Yeah, I didn't no. care for it. No, did not, not care. enough dinosaurs with guns. Inside Out is not that, to be uh, confused with Naughty Bear. Yeah, <laughs> the video game series. Inside Out is a new Pixar animated film out June nineteenth. It's uh, basically Herman's Head. If you ever saw that '90s sitcom. I like the premise a lot. Oh. I like the voice actors that they cast, mm-hmm. where uh, each actor I think is a different emotion yeah. inside the character's brain. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was going to be like Inside Out Boy. No, no, this is all about like like different aspects of the personality running a single person. Okay. I like the idea. Is Melissa McCarthy that actress you're trying to think yes. of? Yes. Okay. That's so her name. She's in a new movie called Spy. I imagine she'll be playing a spy in that movie. <laughs> and a funny spy. And that's she's on SNL? Twist. That's Melissa McCarthy from SNL? Uh, not anymore, but maybe she, she was on SNL. Yeah, because yeah, now she's just too, she's like too busy doing movies. I like her a lot. Uh, there's Funny this film lady. called Dope, which sounds really cool. This was big at Sundance. Uh, call it an alternate reality Boys in the Hood. It's set in the 90s, uh, and it has a very, like, oh, no, I'm, what? Yeah, I think it's set in the 90s. has a very Yo! MTV raps vibe, but then there's, like, something supernatural kind of to it, I think. That's, like that's Attack what, the Block? Man, I, I don't know. Anyway, it just How does it cool. have a Yo! MTV raps vibe? That was, like, big in the 90s. No, I know. Like that, just thongs. Dinosaurs yeah, with that's, guns. That, that's dinosaurs with thongs. Um, 
Yeah. They made I was an, more of a grind fan myself. The, they made an Entourage movie. Based on the HBO show. Yeah, I mean, I like Entourage. I watched the whole show. I liked it a lot. But it's like the movie just feels... A, it's been a long time. It's been like years since that show ended. And it's... And B, it was this sort of television show that was just like, yeah, I'd watch it for 30 minutes and it was fun and then it was over until the next week. Like, a movie feels like a really strange fit. Yeah. I don't know. Did you watch I never, I never, I did, but I didn't finish watching it. You seem like the kind of guy that would like Entourage. I watched like the first two or three seasons and then kind of fell off. So. Everything's terrible, but then uh, something great happens and he gets cast in a big new movie, then they all go party in Vegas. That's every episode of Entourage. <laughs> Vince, your movie's going to be totally bombed. You're never going to work in Hollywood again. Vince, you have the biggest movie ever made. And that's just how it goes. Okay. Let's okay. go to I, Vegas. I really got into Entourage, so this is intriguing. I think I'd watch that. Entourage is great, but it's like stupid as hell. And this yeah. comes from someone that likes Entourage a lot. Oh. I like stupid television. Dallas is one of my favorite TV shows ever. Yeah. It's as stupid as can be. I need to clarify, Dope does not have supernatural elements. It follows a geek and a proto-punk trio whose dreams of escaping the mean streets of California to attend Harvard are imperiled by a drug deal gone wrong. How did that get supernatural? Well, well see, if the proto-punk trio was a cyberpunk trio, yeah. Ooh, then I'd be into it. Cyberpunk dinosaurs. Uh, live from New York. I assume that's in the Saturday Night Live documentary oh. about the last 40 years of Saturday Night Live. Okay. Coming to theaters June 12th. Uh, Infinitely Polar Bear. It's a pretty interesting title. Good name for a band. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, Zoe Saldana. I like them. He kind, he's kind of dressed like Mario if he shaved his mustache off. What is, what is that about? What is Mario if he shaved his mustache? I'm just saying, that's what he looks like. He's nothing. He's, a, he's like a knockoff piñata you'd get. Wait, are you for, going uh, in chronological order, by the they way? Didn't, they didn't list them in chronological order. No, okay. they're all over. Because okay. like on June 5th, Insidious Chapter 3 comes out. I never saw Insidious Chapters 1 or 2. So. You didn't. Chapter 1 was incredibly creepy, I thought. Really? Really? You liked, you liked Insidious? Yeah. yeah I, it didn't grab me. I wanted to like it, really. I don't, yeah. I don't, like, I don't like spooky movies. But my wife dragged me along to that one, mm-hmm. and I was very spooked. I was spooky. Wow. I was spooky the whole time. So that's pretty much all of June. I think Dope is really the only one I'm really excited about for June. Because of the cyberpunks? Yeah. <laughs> now we're in July. Do you know they're making Pan, another, I guess, another Peter Pan movie? Huh. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I heard about this. Actually. Uh, Hugh Jackman is in here mm-hmm. as Blackbeard. Looks pretty good. Yeah, it's, sort of, it's like a Peter Pan and Captain Hook when they're like really young type thing. So origin story. Oh, story. boy. It's like Gotham for Peter Pan. Yeah. Uh, kind of, yeah. Ugh. Oh. Trainwreck is a comedy starring Amy Schumer and Bill Hader out July 17th. I think Amy Schumer's very funny, so... She's very polarizing. I think she's very funny, but I know a lot of people yeah. don't like her a lot. The, but this I is, like her show. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah, me too. This is directed by Judd Apatow, so... He's, he started out good, and He's then... He's been a little shaky lately. What was the one he did with Adam Sandler that was just way too... Funny People? Yeah. That, that one was? And wow. he did, way too long. He and did like, This Is 40. He directed that one? I did did he do the thing about the neighbors thing? He didn't direct that, Maybe but that was really, really good. Produced it. Yeah, okay. That was really good. Right. Or did he even produce that? Or am I just sticking that on? I'm there? not sure. He was. I don't know. Okay. On July twenty fourth, Pixels is out. Mm-hmm. The ghost, yeah. the video, the Ghostbusters, but with video games. Yeah. That movie does not look very good. I want to like it, yeah. but it doesn't look no. very good. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. It's yeah. weird that there's like this string of uh, you know like I guess like late forties people arcade exploitation like targeting like these people have kids now and money. Yeah. Well, so that's well, the thing. Like, both yeah. of the theater. This movie feels like I feel like not enough. There's movies that are for little kids yeah. and there's movies that are for adults. But what if you're like twelve or thirteen? What movies are made for you? 
And it seems like Pixels could be like that kind of movie, except all the video game references yeah, are like no, 80s video game wrong, references. Right? Like, yeah. it's weird. It should be like Wii games, and then it like, be like would, yeah, Minecraft and yeah. yeah. Like, so I don't have a problem with Pixels in theory, but uh, I do feel like some of the references maybe are gonna miss the mark. Yeah, yeah, I love a good exploitation movie. I just watched Pinball Summer, by the way, that you recommended. That movie uh, is incredible. Yeah, it is. Pinball it's, Summer. Yeah, and you have the joysticks. Oh, that song is wonderful. It's but great. yeah, I love the totally awesome video games. <laughs> <laughs> That's joysticks. But yeah, yeah Pitball uh, Summer is highly recommended. Uh, not safe for work. On July 17th, Mr. Holmes is out starring Ian McKellen as an older Sherlock mm-hmm. Holmes. I really like the preview to this. It's a neat idea. I haven't seen that. Yeah, let's look it up. I like young Sherlock Holmes. They remade what? Vacation. What? what, what, what na- the Chevy Chase. The old National Lampoons? Yeah. But it's kind of like a reboot because Ed Helms. it stars Chevy Chase. Yeah, he plays Rusty. Ed Helms plays Rusty. Um... Yeah, no, <laughs> no. It's like the transition movie. It's the handing over of the torch, and they hope that this movie's a big hit, and then yeah. Helms can take it over with his own. His wife is Christina Applegate, and they take their kids down the same holiday road. Are they headed for Wally World? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it seems like Ed Helms is like the right guy to play that dad, that like beleaguered dad, right? Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think cell phones just solve all the problems that Vacation presented originally, so that would be interesting. That yeah. horror movies have, pro- have cell phone problems. Yeah, horror movies. <laughs> totally. Are... One good sign, it is going to be rated R. Oh, so, okay. Wow. Yeah. It'd be wow. cool if it took Comology. place in, like, 1979. Well, it'd be amazing. Ed, Ed Helms says, European Vacation was the first time I saw breasts, and, yeah, that, we're back That's, that's about it, right? Yeah. Skinny dipping scene? Yep, that one, I, I think Rusty makes out with the girl and then like at a German uh, Oktoberfest pub and she like un- undoes her top or something. Mm. Maybe skinny dipping is in the first vacation. It's in the first one. He's yeah. no, it's well he's in Christmas vacation where he's fantasizing about putting the pool in. Oh, that's right. And he's just standing there. There's another Mission Impossible on July 31st. Mm-hmm. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Have you seen the yeah. stunts for this? Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is a maniac. Well, yeah. They, the, the, I the, mean, the he's big, a maniac for other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's the big stunt in this movie, but one of the big stunts is uh, a plane takes off with him on the outside of the airplane, and to do this stunt, oh, I did see he that. just did it. Yeah. He, he did does, it in real life. He does all his own stunts. Yeah, that's, that's his thing. He, he does almost all his own stunts. Also, somebody on Twitter pointed out the other day that Tom Cruise making this Mission Impossible is the same age that Milford Brimley was when he did Cocoon. Yeah, they're the same <laughs> age. I saw that same joke. Tom Cruise is say whatever you want about his personal life, but like the more time that passes, the more and more respect I have for him as an action movie star. Like, hundred percent bona fide. It's ridiculous. Like the it you know on the side of the British Khalifa in the last Mission Impossible, like he actually did that too. Like that's all real. None of that's like smoke and mirrors. What's your favorite Tom Cruise movie? <sighs> Because I don't like any of them. Well, I respect I, them too. But I, I like, just don't like any Tom Cruise. I movies. like Days of Thunder a lot, which is a yeah. weird, <laughs> a weird pick. No, I like like Top Gun. No, Top fun? Gun. Oh my god. I like Minority Report. Top Gun's so goofy. I like Minority yeah. Report. I like Far and Away, even though it's kind of cheesy. Far and Away is great. Um, yeah, uh, those two are. I like Vanilla Sky. Oh yeah, Vanilla Sky. I didn't see Vanilla Sky. It's okay. I like Mission Minority Impossible Report. Three a lot with mm-hmm. what's his name, Philip Seymour Hoffman is incredibly menacing in that. And I like, I like it, the first Mission Impossible. That one was good. Actually, I like the second one for all, for all the John Woo stupidity. They they all, every Mission that. Impossible reinvents themselves. You glossed yeah. over it. That movie looks great. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. I just watched Going Clear and Tom Cruise is um, an insane person. Yeah, no. He's a crazy yeah. person. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So Tom Cruise actually in some pretty good movies. Uh, I like Risky Business. 
Yeah, I, 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 like, seen that I like it. I've never Edge seen of, Edge, Edge of, of Tomorrow. Dead, dead, I've never seen Cocktail. Edge of Tomorrow is awesome. <laughs> That's the one you should watch, actually. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Edge of Tomorrow is really good. He's like almost. He's almost. He's, his batting average has got to be almost a hundred, hundred thousand, whichever means all home runs. All right, all home runs. Leave that to the commenters. Yeah. Uh, all right. Higher is better. Oh, Higher is better. Yeah. July first is the aforementioned Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Again. Nope. Yeah. Nope. That looks bad. Yeah. Don't really know about yeah. that one. Well, so I mean, I. Th- so the trailers look stupid, but it looks like a Terminator movie. I don't know. I don't. Think- I don't know. T two kind of captured this lightning in a bottle. I don't think it looks good. I'm just like, what do you expect from this? Like the special effects look worse than T two. It's uh, insane. Yeah. yeah it, it, it just doesn't, doesn't look good. And, and there's still, you know, time-traveling killer robots. You ought to be able to make something good out of that. Uh, at, at least your trailer. you got to be able to find three minutes that make me want to go see it. And, and the fact they haven't accomplished that. Yeah. Okay. And all Terminator things must involve a Game of Thrones cast member now. Oh, apparently so. Yeah. Yep. July 17th is Ant-Man, which I haven't seen the most recent trailer for that. It has a little so-so on it, but the second trailer is much, much better. Yeah, than the first first. trailer was like... When Edgar Wright dropped it, I lost interest. It might turn out good, but I I wanted to see an Edgar Wright in it. Very disappointed that Edgar Wright is not involved anymore. Uh, I do love Paul Rudd, though. And that it's not tongue-in-cheek in in any way. It is. Did you watch the new trailer? No, I haven't seen the new one. You you should all watch the new trailer because it's got much more of that kind of silliness. Mm -hmm. It's still like an over-the-top action movie, but they bring back some of that humor. Yeah. July 1st is Magic Mike XXL. I, uh, I didn't see the first one. Magic Mike was not bad. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was actually kind of a cute little movie. What is Magic Mike? It's a movie about male movie? strippers. Oh, yeah. yeah Channing yeah. Tatum. Not a kid's movie. Yeah. Joe Manchin. I remember when that mm-hmm. came out. He doesn't actually do magic tricks. No, but it's, you know, the, did, did, did any of you guys see it? No. no. I remember when it came out, though, and it was like, oh, girls party, let's go see this. No, I had an agreement with my wife that I'd watch it with her. Uh, so I actually ended up really enjoying it. It's funny, it's cute, and Channing Tatum can really dance. Uh, July 10th, Minions, the uh, spinoff of Despicable oh, Me. Despicable yeah. Me. That'll yeah. be fine. I, I, I tried yeah, liking Despicable Me. It didn't, didn't grab me the way it did some people. The little yellow guys are fun. The original yeah. Despicable Me is a very, very cute, very charming movie. Yeah. I think a Minions spinoff is a dumb idea. Yeah, we'll see. Marketing! Yeah. They're going to sell many Minions toys. Yeah. That brings us to August and Fantastic Four on August 7th. Nope. Um, one oh, of my... Yeah. Uh, this one I'm actually intrigued by. It, it doesn't look great, but that's one of my favorite franchises, and that, that's got me uh, being a little more forgiving of the preview footage I'm seeing. I yeah. feel like Fantastic Four and Superman, for me, like, can't... I, and I, I like those Superman movies for... Corn value, but like, and and for Fantastic Four, but they don't feel like they can be made into serious, interesting movies. Um, I don't know. They I, just seem like those characters, that's way too much spandex and goofiness. I think Superman you could do it with, but I don't think anybody, you know, they got the right tone in the first one. Yeah, and where, ever where since it's then, like a comedy searching. I don't, and Fantastic Four doesn't seem to be going for that. The Fantastic yeah. Four have always been a B team, even in the comic books. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, they're not owned by Marvel. It's this other studio trying to spin up their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like they're forever in the shadow. Is of, it another origin story, too? Like, I, I don't need to see the Fantastic Four get hit by gamma rays ever again. Because <laughs> every Fantastic Four movie is about their origin. Cosmic rays! Yeah. Uh, on August 14th, Straight Outta Compton comes out. And that one looks really good. Okay. That's the biopic on NWA. Yeah. I only hope they can avoid the typical arc of a biopic movie. Where they come from oh, humble, humble beginnings that skyrocket to success. Yeah. And then things get really bad. And it's then the dark period. Isn't that kind of what yeah. happened to NWA, though? I know, but it's just like <laughs> presented in a way that doesn't seem cliched. You know, because no, like I think biopics are nicer when they're just like a very small slice of somebody's life, like a, a significant event in a year. Easy, easy. I was dead. like, there's no. I know, I know. There's no. There's like, like, oh, that, like, oh, like Lincoln, uh, or not Lincoln, what was it called? 
Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just like the very small slice. It yeah. wasn't like, here he is as a little boy. No, a tiny bit of a little bit of his life, and that's why it worked. Absolutely. Yeah, it was all like, uh, yeah, the, the like April 1864 or whatever. I thought Lincoln yeah. was going to end with him being like, let's celebrate by going to the theater. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fade out. Yeah, it almost did. I mean, he's going down the hall. That's where he was yeah. headed that night. But no, it's, it's well done. Anyway, um, that's the type of biopic that I like. But yeah, uh, Straight Outta Compton is interesting. The trailer's really fun. Yeah, I, the other day, though, I was quoting NWA and community manager Chris Abbott was like, okay, Dynamite Hack. And I just like wanted to smack him. It made me, made me very, very sad. The reference is lost on me. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, okay. Dynamite Hack are a group of white kids that did a remake of Straight of an NWA song. Mm. Yeah. So. Okay. Oh, there we are. That story didn't work. Oh, the one that like Greg Miller always does at karaoke? Uh, yeah, then I let the Alpine play. The, yeah, that's, that's the Dynamite Hack one. Okay. Uh, on August 7th, Zach Galifianakis and Kristen Wiig star in the comedy Masterminds based on the true story of the 1997 Loomis Fargo robbery in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. An incident dubbed the Hillbilly Heist. Yeah. Do, do people still like Zach Galifianakis? I do. I feel like a lot of comedians have like a lot of success and then people turn on them for whatever reason. They're like, ah. Like, do people still yeah. think, no one thinks like Michael Sarah is cool anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, did he do anything to become uncool? Like, you just reach a level yeah, of success. You're about the David Spade effect. Um, but, but he was, but Michael Sarah Jonah was, Hill. He made, like, Scott Pilgrim, which is a really great movie, and then just vanished. I'm, I'm not saying I do that. I'm just saying yeah. that seems to be something that America does to comedians. I still like Zach Galifianakis. Mm-hmm. Guy Ritchie is making uh, The Man from Uncle. Yeah. That's out August 14th. Mm, I like Guy Ritchie a lot. Yeah, that's, that's the movie he was born to make, too. Think that, so? that should be good, yeah. I hope so. Uh, I haven't seen anything from him in a while. I, I never saw like his Sherlock movies. Sherlock's, I love both those movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. To watch them. I don't think that's a super popular opinion, but I think they're great. No, I enjoyed them. Ooh, I hope this is good. August twenty eighth, Hitman, Agent forty seven. I thought the trailer was fun. Damon, you and Hitman. I don't know <laughs> what you mean, me and Hitman? You like that's the, not even a thing. Yeah, you like that Hitman mobile game a lot, which everybody else do. You, you, yeah, I know you like that. But oh, wait, Hitman Go? I, I Hitman like that Go's too. great. Hitman Go's yeah, great. I know, I know people this isn't like, like a game. weird Damon thing. <laughs> no, I remember Hitman Go, but I know you like the other movies too, right? No, I have never seen... Hitman Go we named like the number 13 best iOS game ever. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. game's good. There's an amazing helicopter scene in that trailer. That's enough to make me say, I'll check this out as an action movie. You'll put on, you'll take off your shirt and put on your mask yeah. and head out to the yeah. cinema. That's right. Yeah, that's Lord I Humongous. Uh, I think that's about it. That so about wraps I asked up you everything. if that was going chronological because it did not include Avengers. Uh, because that comes out in May. As we started with June. Oh. Oh, no, we started in May. But yeah, that wasn't in there. But I think that opens like April, 20, April 28th. Maybe that's why, yeah. <laughs> they, maybe that's why it wasn't included in their actual. <laughs> okay. yeah. That's out April 28th in the UK, I think. And then like the... Two days later, it's first, great. Uh, what I learned from that is that I will be seeing Mad Max and saving a lot of money. So. It seems yeah. like not a great summer. I mean, obviously, Avengers is going to Avengers and yeah. Star Wars are going to ensure this is a record-breaking year at the box office. But mm-hmm. yeah. usually, there's like there's all kinds of movies I want to see every single summer, and this year there's kind of not. Well, you know, Hollywood is not necessarily as concerned with making movies for us as they used to be. The a lot of the money's in China at this point, so they make big, flashy movies that don't particularly have to make sense because you have that effect where once you translate from one language to another, you lose. You know, a great deal of storytelling anyway, so yeah. just make it about pretty pictures and dub things in, and you can make a lot more money doing that. And uh, a lot of the studios that produce movies here don't so much care what we want to go see anymore. Are you talking about Straight Outta Compton? Uh, no, I'm not talking about Straight Outta Compton, which I really want to see. Uh, that's uh, Smaller movies like that you can get away with. Uh, and I, I really do want to see the Big Bird uh, uh, documentary. Yeah. That, that looks really good. All right, getting back 
to the video games. This week, Guitar Hero Live was announced. Mm -hmm. We already heard that Rock Band 4 is coming. Now a new Guitar Hero is coming. What do we think about this? It looks like, awesome. They had an uphill battle getting back into people's living rooms. You think so? I think, I think Especially with still, that high-dollar price tag? Yeah, and I still uh, have traumatic uh, plastic That's overload true. experience mm -hmm. in my house. Computer, play B-roll. Yeah. <laughs> no, like so, I, I don't. I don't want more instruments in my house. This personally. is the video game, by the way. Mm -hmm. This isn't yeah. a cutscene. This isn't something made for the trailer. This is what the game looks like. Yeah, yeah. this it's is my Guitar, cool. Guitar Hero Live. So it is a very different yeah. approach, where it's not you know instead of having your cartoon avatars on stage, it's going to be person. a first person. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't know what's happened there. There we are. Uh, first person view of you on stage. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm not as excited about this. I want to like this. I, I, I hate coming down on something before it comes out, but this kind of reminds me of I would CDI never be in a band with that guy. <laughs> like, I, I seriously feel like we tried this with FMV games uh, back in the early 90s. Little, and like, like, let's not get hung up on the FMV part of it. I oh, do think that... I, do think that <laughs> I love that like, my Safari icon is bouncing. No, why, why not get caught up in the FMV part no, of it? Because I mean, okay, I'll game. tell you if you let me finish my sentence. But because I'm, I think the new redesigned guitar looks fantastic. I think it's a really, really smart idea. Instead of having five buttons across the side, it's got three buttons that have a top and a bottom. Mm -hmm. So then it actually better approximates having to move your fingers around and play guitar with you. I love playing. this part of the trailer. This girl yells at you, you suck. Yeah. yeah. Like, does that happen in the game? That'd be kind of a little bit. Yeah, yeah it's this just like is when the you're video screwing game. Up. She says, you suck right there. This is footage. And they're booing you. you like, ugh, jeez. And, and that base, yeah. I'd so never be in a band with that guy. I have dreams like this all the time. <laughs> I totally agree that the FMV presentation <laughs> is strange. It feels, it feels like the FMV part will get repetitive, too. Like, mm -hmm. won't you have to see the same moments over and over again? Mm -hmm. So, like, all of that stuff I could take or leave. But I think the guitar looks really great. I think it's a smart redesign of that with three black buttons yeah. and three white <laughs> buttons. And I think their store, like they gave, they give you a little preview of the new Guitar Hero Live store, where you can give like live presentations that people can watch, and you can watch other people, and it's all mm -hmm. this interactive. Like remember One versus One Hundred on Xbox Live, that yeah, game, yeah. that real time sure. game I like show. That. The new Guitar Hero is like that. Like it sounds much more like I was always a rock band guy. I was never a Guitar Hero guy. Yeah. But I'm more excited for Guitar Hero than I am rock band. I think they're, I think they're actually trying to rethink the music yeah. game. It's a different mm -hmm. game. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I think it looks really cool. Something to check it out. I, I think the FMV stuff might be a mistake, the but I think the track list they released so far seems really bad for me. Oh, I haven't case. even seen the track list. Um, I'm not excited about that. I liked how Rock Band would always uh, draw from like sure. um, classic rock, like goofy stuff, and then also mix in. There's really obscure like. stuff in Rock Band. Um, and I th always think that Guitar Hero is sided on the uh, hipper side, which always is a little bit irritating. We'll see. Yeah. Um, it's being developed by Freestyle Games, the guys that did DJ Hero 1 and 2, and those games were awesome. Mm -hmm. So that's a good sign. Yep. With the FMV stuff, I wonder like, like how much footage is in the game. Yeah, like, will it not get repetitive? Yeah. And, like, and you, you remember from Rock Band and Guitar Hero, you're not seeing what's going on around you. Like yeah. that stuff, you are looking at the track of notes coming at yeah. you. Mm -hmm. And you are so focused on that that I don't know how much that could possibly matter. You know, yeah. so do you think they hired kind of like a big crowd watch. of people? Yeah, they yeah. hired a big crowd of people to stand that. there yeah. and like, you know, okay, now you guys need to be yeah. a it's medium just, level of like excitement. Real, it's just like real concerts. And you have yeah. one line: "You suck." Yep. You Pearl. need to shout out, "You suck," and then thumbs down. Pearl cups. Did you? Well, the camera. did you guys see the robot that they used to make this? No. 
oh my god, it's amazing. There's, make what? there's like a five ton robot that's in the middle of the stage. Mm-hmm. It's like this giant. It's got hook. the camera on it. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, awesome. Yeah. And like it's doing this and like looking at people, and that's what everybody's interacting with. Weird. Hmm. So yeah, they like it's that's, it's really cool. It's I not a person; it's a big I, robot. Uh, you know, we didn't have footage of it, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but the actual platform that they're trying to build around it, I think, is the most exciting part. Like whether that that's works or Guitar Hero TV. Yeah, the Guitar Hero TV and Guitar Hero Live. That live interactive element of it, uh, it w- in my opinion, will be what makes or breaks it. Hmm. What do you think about going back to just guitar? No drums, uh, no actually, bass, no I vocals. Like that. <laughs> I, I like that end of it. I, I think that works for Guitar Hero. They're, they're creating a focused product, and I think that's neat. You do one thing, you do it well. I, again, I'm not crazy about the presentation. I, I've actually got a lot of ifs about this and, and, and not crazy about the idea. But I do love that you're going down to one thing, doing it right, redesigning the guitar, and focusing on that. Sure, uh, do one thing well enough, and you don't have to do much else. I mean, it sounds like they're really focusing on the single-player aspect of it, whereas Rock Band yeah. became more and more social mm-hmm. over time. They eventually yeah. had a keyboard. Five players could all jump in and do shit, and it's like... I, I think that Rock Band is a party game, and, and Guitar Hero Live is more of like a single-player music rhythm experience. Like That might be a nice differentiator between the two. Yeah. Yeah, to each his own. I never played the guitar in any of these games. I was a drummer. Yeah, see, I only played guitar. So if someone played, if someone got really into keyboard or drums, it's like, well, you know. I play real guitar. I like playing in bands. I do it a lot, and I play a lot. And I just, I think it's, when I hold one of those plastic guitars and play, it's just not for me. Yeah. It doesn't seem fun. I am surprised that they redesigned the guitar and the interface. So you don't have, it's not like colored lanes anymore, if there's Mm -hmm. just white and black. Just because... Pretty much everyone knows how to play a Guitar Hero, like mm-hmm. so. Like, why change it up? Yeah, uh, that's interesting. Flip the script, you know? I, know. I actually kind of yeah. like that they did that. I, I, go ahead and try something new. Give us, give us something that's like that's why, a little. Well, was it broken before? Like, well, I think what that problem were they trying to this solve? This sounds better. Having two button, two sets of buttons on top of each other, I think it's going to feel better. Feel I like fun. how the just, just the fret bars were just switched sideways, and it just looks, it looks nice. Yeah. It makes the plastic instrument look nicer. Yeah, it's a hundred. Having the big hundred dollars. It's a lot. A lot of money. Might well, be hard sell. It wasn't it always hundred dollars? I don't know. I don't know. I think people like think I still have a guitar hero guitar. Oh, like, why yeah. can't well, that's I the that's the big thing. Like, it depends on your perspective whether Rock Band's doing it right or Guitar Hero's doing it right. Rock yeah. Band now. When I look at Rock Band now, the new Rock Band, it looks kind of old and tired. It's like mm-hmm. it's the exact same game just brought mm-hmm. back. Whereas Guitar Hero is something new and fresh. So that's kind of a, a negative for Rock Band. But well, the flip side is you don't... I don't think we know anything about Rock Band. No, yet. we know that you can reuse all your old instruments. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's the same. Are there. Yeah. yeah, and all your old songs. So, yeah, for the most part. So that does save you the investment. Like, if you have all that old stuff, you can already reuse it. Mm-hmm. There's millions of plastic instruments out there that you can just plug right into the new Rock Band. We counted band. them all up on IGN.com. <laughs> I wrote that feature. How many were there? I can't remember. I did it five years ago. This game's irrelevant. And I forgot what I was going to say. It is coming to uh, Guitar Hero Live. It's coming to both current and last-gen consoles and coming to the Wii U. Mm. That's nice. Good. Yeah, that is nice. So both, doesn't have any other third-party We're getting games. Guitar Hero Live and Rock Band 4 this year. Both mm-hmm. companies, yeah. Activision and Harmonix, are developing new editions yeah. of their music games that have been long dormant. And apparently Tony both, Hawk's coming back, too. Yeah. yeah. Did they both independently think it was time to bring these back, or did one hear crazy? about the other one and think, yeah. oh, we gotta bring ours back, too, then? It, it's, I mean, that, it's the eternal Armageddon deep impact question. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the, It would certainly seem like one got wind of the other, but it takes so long to make a video game that mm-hmm. I don't know that one could have been like, oh, they're bringing it back, we gotta get out, you know, we gotta free up a studio, like... What has that DJ Hero team been working on, if not this, yeah. this mm-hmm. entire time? That's true. Yeah. Uh, it's also coming to mobile, apparently. So. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard that. Mm-hmm. 
coming to so do you just like yeah, that'll a little have screen to be and like different. play into it, or is uh, it? I won't use well, your always been. Controller. There was yeah. portable versions on DS for. Oh, I remember you had the DS. thing you could plug into yeah, the cartridge slot on your DS. I had it was on it was on PSP without any sort of like peripheral, mm-hmm. uh, and then that version came to Xbox Live and PSN, yeah. I think. Those were different times. Yeah. Yep. Well, speaking of mobile, our last topic this week is that Hearthstone. It's finally arrived on phone. Damon, you and I have gotten a lot of tweets. Yep. And I'd just like to say, I'd like to say to everybody, I told you so. Hearthstone (laughs) is incredible. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just no, lots and lots of tweets of being like, you guys have been raving about it, and now I finally understand what you were talking about. But people were holding off and playing until now. Or they just didn't have, you know. They are not PC they didn't gamers. Have a computer, they didn't have an iPad, yeah. but they do have an iPhone, uh, phone or Android, so now they can finally mm-hmm. check it out. Mm-hmm. I rode the bus this morning. I played a couple rounds on the bus this morning. Right, mm-hmm. that's it's the awesome. big difference. It's been on iPad for a long time, but the reason that this is so much more powerful now is that iPad. There are three G iPads, but like you know, ninety nine percent of people that have an yeah, iPad, have a Wi-Fi, they only connect it to Wi Fi. But now that you can play Hearthstone anytime you have a cell phone reception, which is everywhere yeah. in the world. Dude, Blizzard's gonna make a billion dollars. How, how do you feel about the transition from from the larger to the smaller form factor? I haven't checked it out yet, actually. I have. Um, I think it's smart. I think I was playing it uh, this morning. I was uh, winning, and uh, so yeah, I didn't really have a problem. It didn't feel cramped to me. Mm-hmm. One issue is that it's it's a little buggy. Um, I'll launch the game and I'll play a couple rounds, and then when I close my uh, screen and come back to it, it's like frozen and it can't connect to the server. Mm-hmm. So, like okay. that's the little bug it needs to sort out right now. Why do you mm-hmm. think it took so long? Because they, they, they did redesign, uh, we have a wiki page actually, mm-hmm. don't yep. we, that, that compiles all the changes they made. Like this is not a trivial, they rethought basically every aspect of the game's presentation to feel like, like if you open this on your phone, you would think that this was just a phone game. Like it was okay, made yeah. natively for iPhone. That's excellent. That's I bet really they also good. like put a lot of thought into uh, stability and like, you know, Considering how yeah. your, your, your cell reception is always going up and down. They already mm-hmm. did. Before they released the iPhone version, the, uh, Hearthstone never used to have uh, disconnect, reconnect features. If you lost your connection, you just forfeited that match. There was mm-hmm. no way to reconnect. When they launched on iPad, they fixed that. And then I would assume that that sort of boring, behind-the-scenes, foundational like netcode, mm-hmm. probably a huge amount of work went into making sure that that was all buttoned up for spotty you know, 3G. That makes yeah. tremendous sense. I guess my question is, why was this the second wave? Why didn't, wasn't Hearthstone always this game? Oh, that's interesting. Because well, yeah, uh, that's new to Blizzard. I actually, yeah. I actually have some insight into this because I uh, interviewed their uh, guy that runs their mobile, you know, mobile stuff at mm-hmm. Blizzard, and that's just new for them. You know, Blizzard doesn't have a tremendous amount of experience doing that. So the that. desktop was similar enough to tablet that it came to tablet first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and so they had like they have a BattleNet app, which is really, really mm-hmm. good. So they got some experience working with mobile devices using that, um, and so they were able to take that experience and carry it over to Hearthstone. Yeah. You know, I think it would be a cool feature if you're playing on your phone and like, uh, like and you're in the middle of a match and I have to get off the bus, sure. uh, you, you could switch. like suggest that we pick this up later. Oh. And, to the, and then the other player could either uh, you know, choose to let you forfeit and you lose or maybe they agree to it. And like, yeah, maybe we'll pick this up at another time. If you're time. playing with a friend That's maybe, cool. yeah. or a yeah. stranger. Yeah, that would be nice. Very polite. If you're, li- if you're watching Blizzard, Consider it. The game actually is all cro- you can play across all platforms, so iPhone can be playing against uh, PC. And did your stuff transfer? Android. Yeah, yeah, it's one account, yeah, one cloud save. So, yep. how it's much? Cool. You, how many uh, cards have you guys bought? 
Uh, bought zero cards. Okay. I've only unlocked cards. I buy the single player expansions. So you've okay. spent probably $50 on the game total because there's two expansions yeah. now. 25 bucks each, yeah. I've spent a lot. Um, but it's sort of like, I don't know, it's like 20 bucks here and there. So it's if you if you total it up, <laughs> this it's That's how like, you uh, explain your amiibo addiction as well. Yeah. But like I haven't spent like, it's it's what, April and I haven't spent any money in 2015 on Hearthstone, for example, but mm. over $100 total. Yeah, okay. That's about all the scoops we have for this week. Sam, is there more uh, Star Wars stuff we expect coming in over the weekend? Yeah, absolutely. So there's three more days of Star Wars Celebration, but we know that uh, tomorrow we expect to hear a lot more. Or the time, by the time you hear this, you'll be hearing a lot more about Battlefront, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to uh, see what, what's in that game. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, Sam. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.